did you see the news from Ty West? To, well, I guess A24 today. Uh, what are they doing now? Because aren't they doing like two new movies this year? Uh, well, Ty West's X or uh, Pearl comes out this weekend. And then there is another movie happening in that universe called Maxine. With, yeah, with I, ju- three I, ju- X's. I just heard about that. Oh. Uh, who? Some Something was... Something was being said about the person in the lead role, and I can't remember. Mia Goth. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Somebody in the Facebook group was like, "Yo, something, something, Mia Goth. Something, Rabble. something, Mia Goth. Something, something, Mia Goth. Something, something, Rabble, Rabble. Yes, Rabble, Rabble. Uh, Mia Goth is going to be starring in Maxine. This is a sequel to X, so we will have Pearl, and then X, and then. Maxine and it's taking place after the events of X and um, she is going to Hollywood and trying to make it as a star because the whole thing in X was her talking about having the X factor wanting to make it. So So. I haven't seen any of these movies. What? (laughs) You haven't seen? Well, Pearl's not out yet. So no. And I haven't seen X yet. Oh man. So I, I have been taking like the minutest break from horror at the moment outside of our podcast, just because so fucking Wesley a couple weeks ago went with his family to go see the new Top Gun. And oh, Maverick? Yeah. In theaters? It's still yes. in theaters? No, well, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, no, a couple, we- couple weeks ago. So, and we we finished up our show on HBO. Um, We tried to start a new show. Well, we did start a new show. We're on uh, season two of Barry. Barry. What um, that? The uh, Bill Hader show. He's a hitman that oh went, barry sorry yeah, barry. i was thinking shovel barry and i'm like that's a win no barry <laughs> yeah barry yeah the barry. name yeah um, yeah yeah but it's on um hbo oh, okay yeah yeah. yeah yeah um but we have come to find out that is not a show that you should binge because it is overarchingly depressing uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> oh and, no and like while the jokes land it's like there's so much just overt sadness in this show that as you're binging it, you're just like, uh. <laughs> is it uh 20 minute or 40 minute? 30 minute. Okay. 30 minute, 30 okay. minute episode. Right. Yeah. No. So it's, it's super easy to speed through. Um, but you get like five episodes in and you're like, man, like, I need a nap or a hug. <laughs> yeah. It's cause like. <laughs> It's it's written in a way that like Barry is just trying to change his life and do good and he just keeps getting shit on and has to keep killing and has to keep doing like terrible shit while everyone around him is like saying, oh yeah, killers are terrible. These kind of people are psychopaths and yada yada. And he has to pretend that he's not that with this group of people. It's hilarious. Hank... Henry Winkler is in it and oh, oh right on and oh my fucking god he is so hilarious he's got to be getting up there man oh yeah no he's I mean he was like 22 in happy days yeah I mean and that was 1945 is when he was born so he's pushing almost 80 years oh, yeah wow only 80 okay I thought he, I don't know why I thought he was like in his 80s already um wait no he is 
Yeah, okay. He's like 78 or something like that. Okay, so yeah, he's getting up there. He's a fucking awesome, though. I love him. Yeah, and this... Th- Every time he's on camera, he just kind of steals the limelight and not even intentionally. Like he is just so funny Yeah. that, excuse me, that it, it just carries. Um, but it's, it's so hard to watch like continuously. So Wesley was like, yo, you want to just do like a series of like eighties and nineties action movies. Nice. So I'm like, why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do some 80s and 90s. If you're doing in 90s action movies, you cannot forget Speed. With oh, yeah. Keanu no. Reeves oh, and yeah. Sandra Bullock. Um, so I, ridiculous, but I love that movie. I was, uh, what was, I was going to do um, uh, Point Break. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh, I haven't seen that one in a minute. We, we, oh, we, came, we kicked it off with War Games. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and, all I, right. and I was like, "Oh my god, baby Matthew Broderick!" <laughs> I know, right? I that's another one I haven't seen in freaking ages. Okay, Point Break, putting that on the list in War Games. All right, uh, so oh, Kath- Catherine Bigelow. That name sounds familiar. Oh, that's because she did uh, after or Near Dark. I always get those confused. After Midnight, Near Dark, Before Sunset, whatever. Uh, so you, the, so you've done only two movies in this series of movies for eighties and nineties action. Yeah. Okay. And what's up I, next? Uh, we don't know yet. Have, right. We have we kind of just pick it as we go. Or Wesley will be like, oh, how about this movie? And be like, that didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been noticing that a lot lately with some stuff I've watched and I've like, oh, like from the mid two thousands. You're like, oh man, this has not aged well. But I mean, what can you do? They're product of their time. Yeah, very um, much so. Seriously. Uh, so, yeah. But if you haven't seen X, definitely check it's, that out. It's on my list. I've just been trying to get the gumption back up to, like, recommit. That's fair. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if this is streaming anywhere. No, it's not streaming anywhere, but whatever. Uh, I'm sure you can find it on Amazon. But, yeah, Pearl comes out this weekend. Maxine, uh, I think it's 2023. Who knows? He might drop it this year at this point. He's already fucking dropped yeah. two this year. Um, it's not well, actually, no, I, I think they said it's not uh shot yet, but I believe it's written out or something like that. But I, I just can't believe we haven't gotten a fucking horror movie from Ty West in like eight or nine years. And he's like, how about I drop three on your ass? Oh, and they're all like the same story. And is okay. It, but- is it, isn't this the first time that a 24 has done like a trilogy or, yeah. or, or like any kind of movie plus sequel continuation? Um, wait, did a 24 do escape room? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think, I think this, just, I mean, just even, I know, even movie and sequel is, I think this, the first for a 24. So, yeah, I think so. I'd have to look at their, um, their like uh catalog, unless, but I mean, unless a quiet place is a 24. No, it's not. Yeah. I think this might be, this is definitely the first like trilogy they've yeah, ever oh, done. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, um, it's like a movie that didn't need a sequel or a prequel, but I'm not going to say no because it's Ty West. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about Pearl so far. I mean, uh, X is one of my favorite of this year, and I'm sure Pearl's probably going to be up there as well. Yeah. Okay. So to put this in perspective uh, for you guys right now, X, which came out in March, has a 3.6 on Letterboxd, which is very solid rating if you use that app. Pearl, which... And, and especially for, like, new horror. Oh, yeah. For, like, brand new horrors. And especially... I mean, I'd, I'd say especially Ty West, but, I mean, I... I mean, he's well known, but like in the horror community, like yeah. if you're just watching this because you saw an advertisement for it, you probably don't know who Ty West is. 
Um, so for him to put out three movies, because Pearl also, now this hasn't gone to theaters yet, but it's been around on the festival circuit. It also has a 3.6. So I'm assuming this is going to be as good or better than the first one. And Maxine coming out next year, I assume it's going to be all the same caliber of awesomeness. So I'm super excited for that. That literally just got announced today. I saw it all over Facebook. But uh, speaking of new shit coming out, I just did. Have you seen the list? <laughs> oh yeah, the list. Yeah, let's go <laughs> yeah, over the list. So, let's go so, over this I, list. I'm, su <laughs> I'm super hyped for uh, number one as it is. Barbarian. Oh yeah, salt this weekend. Fucking incredible. Is it? I don't like want to hype hype it up, but Jesus Christ, you will never see any of it coming. That, it is so fresh and original. I, I, I love to hear that. Dude, Um, it's got Pennywise. What's his fucking name? Uh, Skarsgård. Uh, it's got Bill, Bill. Skarsgård in it. It's got Justin Long in it. Which um, which is what I was like, yo. because I dude, didn't even know he was in it until you said <laughs> something. I'm like, he's in this movie? Yeah. I had no idea. Well, and what's super funny is like... <laughs> Do you, do you remember that rumor that went around that after like the Mac and PC commercials that he like died of cancer or something? No, I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like apparently he was supposedly like died of cancer or some shit, what like an fuck? internet rumor. Cause then like after Tusk, he didn't do anything. Like, yeah. He I mean, disappeared. he really hasn't done much in a while, at least that I've seen in a while. Yeah, nothing, so, nothing. So mainstream. I was like, holy shit, Justin Long, he's alive. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And he's doing, not only is he doing this one. He's also doing a movie that just came out today as well called House of Darkness with Kate Bosworth. It's like uh, about, I think it's, I think it's about vampires. I don't know. So he's in two horror movies this year. We're getting a weirdo renaissance this year. I know. We really are. Um, so, but yeah, like Justin Long coming out of nowhere in Barbarian. Um, there's also another uh, lady in there. I can't remember her name. I think she's like on the up and coming because I've never heard of her before, but she did a fantastic job. Her name is Georgina Campbell. Let's that's see. The, that's the other thing I really appreciate about this generation of horror is Hollywood finally realized uh, we can't make a horror movie with Chris Hemsworth and have anybody take it seriously. <laughs> so let's fucking give new people a chance. Yeah, ser yeah, for real. There's been a lot of uh, great performances. I mean, Mia Goth is still relatively new-ish. I mean, she was in um, A Cure for Wellness, which was like 2017. That was a bizarro movie. Yeah, uh, so that was about five years old. So she's still like, I'd say she's like coming up. And after these three movies, she's definitely on the fucking map for everyone. Uh, Georgina Campbell though in Barbarian seems to have done a bunch of miniseries and shorts and stuff. I think this is really like her first like leading thing. Uh, she was also in an episode of Black Mirror, but she was fantastic in this. The score was great. The filming, the cinematography in this movie is probably the most impressive thing next to like the acting and uh, sound design. But you know who directed it, right? Hmm. I do, but I have forgotten. Okay, so you might because, because I looked at it and I was like, oh no way. Yeah, so it's directed by a man named Zach Kreger, or Krieger, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, but he was one of the kids from Whitest Kids You Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I was like, what? Because I saw yeah. Zach Krieger, and I was like, wait. That sounds familiar. I was like, I know this, and then I was like, that's Gal and a PCP guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's Gal and a PCP. That's my favorite fucking uh, sketch they did. No, mine's Space Potatoes. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. That's a good one. Um, so, yeah, for him to have a background in just silly comedy shit to be like, I'm going to put out one of the greatest horror movies this year. Like, whoa, dude. I, hey, man. Good I, for you. I mean, 
fucking peeled. Yeah, he just get he it? just peeled it. Yeah. Really, he peeled it because you know Key and Peel was a comedy group. I mean, I think they still do shit. I'm pretty yeah, sure. That, yeah, and he just full went full horror, and you're like, where did this come from? So I think that's awesome. Because um, when are we gonna get the Dane Cook horror movie? <laughs> Uh, it's called Mr. Brooks. Hello. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that already exists. <laughs> I don't know if that's a horror movie, but I, 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 I feel like it is. I completely forgot about that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I blow your mind? <laughs> oh, Genres. my God. That's okay. It's technically hilarious. a crime thriller, but I, I'd label, I you know, I'd, I'd consider that horror. He's, he's got the Kubrick stare. Yeah, he does. So, oh man, I can't eat. Jesus Christ! Hey, I love Mister. <laughs> Mister. Brooks is pretty fucking good. It's got a three point two. No, I I'm just saying, like it. I didn't. E- <laughs> I didn't even realize that I had seen that movie <laughs> until you said something. It was so far deep and so far buried. Oh, I had to go real far back there. I was like, there is one. What's a Mister. Brooks? <laughs> Uh, so there you go. You got that. But yeah, that would be, he's, I'm assuming he's next because, uh, he, I mean, Limp Biscuit wasn't even a, not a comedian, but he did a movie, a horror movie called the fanatic, which was, I heard was terrible. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. You mean, Fred, Fre- you well, mean Fred, sorry, Durst? Fred Durst? Okay. I I'm was just, like, wait, the entire band? No, no. Are, are we in a big money hustlers <laughs> no, situation? No, no, God, no. Which you still haven't seen, have you? <sighs> no. <laughs> it's your homework for this weekend. I know, I know. Uh, so let's, let's just hope Dan Cook is next, but, uh, honestly not. Uh, so yeah, Justin, uh, so, um, going back to Zach Kreger, Krieger, uh, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but not only is this movie super scary and very original and also the comedy that's in there is hysterical, uh, obviously because it's, uh, the kid from whitest kids, you know, so I can't recommend barbarian enough. It is out, uh, currently right now, go see it. If you haven't seen it, so it's ins- definitely going to be talked about on the top 10. And <laughs> speaking of comedy. Uh, fucking, what do you think about this new Weird Al biopic? The biopic? Yeah. It's going straight to Roku. Like, I know, that's super strange. It's but very, I mean, I want to watch hype. it. I'm hyped. I'm hyped, but how am I supposed to watch it? Do I ha- If I have a Roku, can I watch it, or do I have to pay, you know? I think you, I think you can just, like, get it through Amazon. You can get Roku channels through Amazon. Oh, okay, maybe I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm super hyped for that. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is starring as uh, Weird Al and looks just fucking like him. And, and oh my god! And Weird Al handpicked him. Oh really? So um, Daniel Radcliffe was on like one of the fucking whatever variety shows on TV, and he was doing karaoke. Mm. And Weird Al was like, "That guy." Really? Yeah, Weird Al handpicked him, which is super weird. That's funny. Be- yeah, it is kind of weird. Because I, I also, uh, the other day on Facebook, saw pictures of Radcliffe and uh, Weird Al together, like, doing weird poses. And I was like, oh, that's funny. They're doing, like, I guess, pre-movie photo shoots or something. I did not know he was handpicked, though. But then when you look at, like, Radcliffe and, like, old photos, uh, you're like... Like, oh, give him the, the curly hair and the mustache and the yeah, glasses. Nailed it, it. It's fucking Zac Efron and goddamn Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah, They're for real, yeah. Same fucking person. Same person. It's like, how is this real life? Uh, so that's something I'm super excited for. Um, oh, my list is in yeah, my ba- hand. Yeah, back doing? to your list. <laughs> um, so we've got Barbarian. we got House of Darkness. Like I said, House of Darkness uh, also stars Mr. Justin Long. He is uh, apparently working this year. And it's about him and Kate Bosworth. It's a seductive thriller from Neil Laboot. Driving home to her secluded estate after meeting at a local bar, player out to score thinks his beautiful, mysterious date will be another casual hookup. While getting acquainted, their flirtation turns playful, sexy, and sinister. Hoping to get lucky, his luck may have just run out. But don't Bro, I hope 
that somebody took that like second short from uh VHS and just that's what House of Darkness is cuz that's like the almost the exact same premise. Which one? Which one was that? The the fucking vampire girl. Oh, that Succubus? Sp- yeah, that splits her head open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be, yeah. I mean, it's that, sounds, that, it's that su- sounds like the exact same so- setup. Sounds like a Succubus. <laughs> uh, comedy, horror, mystery, thriller. So that should be fun. Then next up, we've got this movie called The Retaliators, which is something I just heard about the other day. Retaliators. I cannot spell that. Retaliators. This is about uh, an upstanding pastor who uncovers a dark and twisted underworld as he searches for answers surrounding his daughter's brutal murder. So I'm getting some uh, religion-y core, which I know is your... Possibly. Possibly. I mean, he's a pastor, so that might just be like a whole side story, but it could involve like, I don't know, could involve more. Uh, well, I mean, so was the dude from fucking Signs, but that was a nowhere lead. <laughs> the dude from Signs? Yeah, wasn't he a preacher? Or am I? Or am I? Oh, I think you're confusing that with scary, scary movie. movie? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met a priest since that night. Da, 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 da. I have. <laughs> so it's been a long ass times time since I've seen Signs too. So maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, I just watched Scary Movie three recently. I should go back and watch Signs. I just oh, that whole twist in that movie. Oh, the aliens! I can tell you this. I know the aliens have not aged well. No. Oh my god. No. They oh. they look like Gumby. They, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that is one of the first movies to ever scare the ever-loving fuck out of me. We all know the scene where they're filming and the alien comes out of the bushes. Oh, my God. First time see, I saw see, that. For, for me, it was the village and you got the fucking pig claw. Oh, yeah. That shit. I actually didn't see that until recently. And uh, I kind of figured that was that was going to be the twist at the end. But I wasn't sure. And then it saw it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Well, we, <laughs> we, we have talked about it before on the podcast. Have we? Like the third episode. That's where Helen Hunt came from. Is it? Yes. What? <laughs> Helen yeah, Hunt. The whole bit came from the village. The village. Why the? Why though? Because one of the one of the uh, actors' name last name is Hunt, and I was really? like, yeah, or something. It came. <laughs> we fr- can never remember <laughs> this story. <laughs> it came from the village, though. I know that for sure. Because of William Hurt. That's the only thing. Uh, oh, there was Lucius Hunt. An Alice Hunt. Uh, yeah, no. So oh, we, yeah. we were talking about Alice Hunt and we were like, wait, isn't there another hunt in Hollywood? And then we kept. <laughs> yeah, no, that it came from it came from the, the village. village. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, goodness. OK. Uh, thank my, you, Mr. Ding Dong for Mr. Ding Dong. Yeah. Shyamalama Ding Dong. Oh, Shyamalama Ding Dong. I'm, I thought I was the only person that said that. <laughs> Jesus. No. Uh, so that's the retaliators. Then we have for no reason at all, but I'm going to watch it because I did not like the original. We have a remake of good night. Mommy going straight to Amazon prime with Naomi Watts. I mean, I'm for it. I feel like I saw that one as well. Like we heard about it run- announced. No, the, the original. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I remember watching it and I was like, it's kind of spooky, but I don't know. For some reason, I, I just wasn't into it. I also probably watched it. I think it was probably before the podcast. So maybe I should give it another watch. It's from 2014. It's got a 3.4. It, it has all the things there to make it a good movie. For some reason, I wasn't into it, but I am definitely, because I, I also love Naomi Watts. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck she's been doing lately, but yeah, that remake is going straight to Amazon Prime. It's a lot of shit going straight to streaming. And it's like, I like it. But some things I would like to see on the big screen, like I'd like to go see that on the big screen. It, yeah, but it's unfortunately it's just 
overall cheaper. Yeah, it's just the way ever since COVID stuff is just going straight to streaming. I mean, I don't know how how do people like how do these companies like make money off of that? I mean, through subscriptions is like I've always wondered that, you know, they have to spend millions of dollars on a movie, but they're not seeing a return on that unless they put it for, you know, like a six ninety nine rental. Then they could probably see some money. coming. So, back. so normally what would happen is you uh, so you've got your base team of people that's like your financiers, your producers and shit. And then they go to the public publishing houses and say, hey, like help us finance this and we'll put your name on it and shit. That's true. And yeah. then what happens is they then sell it to Amazon and Amazon buys it. Yeah. Buys the rights to it to say, okay, this is going to go straight to Amazon as a quote unquote Amazon. I original. guess that's true. They're just or acting. The they're just ever. acting then, like the distributor. And I then guess. Amazon recoups their costs through subscriptions yeah. and fucking fees and shit. No, that makes sense. If they're acting as, yeah, if they're acting as like the distributor for it, that makes sense. Cause you have to buy a movie, you know, distributors will buy movies and then fucking put them out. So plus, I guess that makes sense. Plus then you have all the other like random ass bullshit. So, all right, somebody's wearing an Under Armour shirt. Hey, Under Armour. You're right, yeah. <laughs> hey, give us like a thousand bucks so we'll wear this shirt. All right, cool. Sponsorships hey, yeah, too, hey, yeah. Hey, Pepsi, we're gonna drink We're gonna drink a Pepsi on camera. You wanna give us a thousand bucks or we'll just put it in a glass instead? <laughs> in a clear glass with no markings on it. Fuck you, Pepsi. Um, <laughs> hey, I like Pepsi. Oh yeah, you're, you're a Pepsi overcoat guy? Oh, 100%. I'll, oh, so, I'll, I'll take the Pepsi challenge. So you are one of the people when they're like, is Pepsi, well, I guess you're not asking for Coke. Because every time I'm like, can I have a Coke, please? And I'm like, is Pepsi okay? No, it's not. <laughs> Take that shit back. No, what I love to do is say, can I have a Pepsi? And they say, is Coco can? I'll be like, I'll have a gram. <laughs> but don't. And then they look at me and go, what? And I go, what? Who? <laughs> Loser says what? Uh, okay, so that's good night, mommy. I already talked about Pearl. Uh, we've got Jeepers Creepers. Oh, I should probably say the dates. These are all coming out. Retaliators is 914. Good night, mommy is 916. Pearl is 916. 919, we have Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Victor Salva is not involved. It is a completely different team. And then they're kind of rebooting the series with, but also keeping it true to what we already know. I'm super excited for that. Then, then don't call it three. Call it Jeepers Creepers colon something else. It is Jeepers Creepers colon Reborn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> Jeepers Creepers 3 was an absolute dumpster fire from what oh, I've heard. Oh, yeah, there is a third yeah, one. Yeah, I never watched that because okay. that's when the that's when all the stuff came out about him. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. I'll watch this one because it's not from the same dude. Uh, but this one looks really fun. It involves like, uh, it looks like there's at some point in the trailer, there's kids trapped in a house and the creepers trying to like bust in and get them. It looks like it's going to be a haunted like house, like ooky spooky thing. So I'm about, I'm about it. I'm about it. And it looks like he's uh, the the. And uh, it made me so sad when I was like, oh, I can't watch this motherfucker's movies anymore because the creeper yeah. is fucking yeah, lit. I love the creeper, so I'm glad it's going to someone else. And the, and the, he looks like he's getting a lot of screen time because he was in so much of the trailer. So I'm excited for that. I think they're doing like a limited fathom event for that and uh, like Regal and AMC, but I'm sure it'll go to streaming uh, soon after that. The next one isn't necessarily horror, but it's very controver controversial already. It's Don't Worry, Darling. And it's got a stellar cast, but there has been some drama going on with I, that movie. I, so I, I, I don't even know what the drama is. Oh, my all, God. All I have heard is that nobody wants to fucking be there. Yeah, no one wants to be there. <laughs> no the ratings are all over the place. No one wants to work with I, any of each other. The 
producers are fighting with the director. The director's yelling at the crew. The crew's striking, and it's yeah. all—it's all a bunch of nonsense. In a, in a nutshell, uh, I'll sum it up very quickly. Uh, there was a difference in pay between Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, like a massive difference. And Florence Pugh obviously is upset because Harry Styles isn't a fucking actor. He's been in two things, I think. So she's upset about that because obviously she, if it, if someone deserves more money, it's her. She's been acting. She has established herself as a and phenomenal she, and actress. And she consistently kills it. Yeah, every time, every <laughs> every single movie I've seen her do, uh, I've always loved her performances. It's just fire, yeah. slap, yeah. bop, platinum, everything. Boom. Yeah, and she cannot like she's amazing. And uh, also Olivia Wilde. Fucking Harry Styles and they were sleeping together and that that's a thing too. So there's a lot of uh, bullshit on the set and I I guess um, Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be on in the movie but he and, said he quit but he and got did, fired did for like he, didn't he get like a shitload of tattoos for this movie or was that I don't a, know so, I didn't hear about that so he either for this role or a role that he did like previously he was supposed to play a character with a bunch of fucking tattoos mm-hmm. so instead of going into makeup he just went and got the tattoos that might have been for his movie Honey Boy which by the way he I don't know if you've seen Honey Boy but it's a like a biopic about him and his dad and his relationship growing up he just came out and told everyone Everyone that that was none of the, those events were real, and we, everyone's like, "You made a movie of the year," which it was literally a masterpiece. I, I watched it. And I was like, "Dude, that was amazing." He plays his dad, and it's the whole thing. But yeah, he came out and said nothing. Nothing in that movie happened, and everyone's like, "So hey, what the fuck?" Hey, you know what? Like, you know what? what? I appreciate that. Be- Why? <laughs> because. He is doing the ultimate thing that he has always wanted to do. Just fucking make shit and make people feel shit. He doesn't care what it is. Yeah. As long as he is making people emote from whatever he's doing, even if it's, even if it's fucking stupid, that's what he wants to do. That's I mean, why yeah, that's he, why he's always acting a fool in front of the camera and having like quote unquote freakouts and shit. It's because he just wants to like be in front of the camera and make, I mean, yeah. make, make people feel things. He's he sold us all in that movie. I mean, hey, I, I, I believed it. Hey, you know what? If he can sell it that well and make everybody believe it, fuck it. He deserves it. <laughs> I mean, all right. I'm not like mad, but I'm also he, like, that's kind of weird. Why? Like, a, no one asked you to reveal that. He's <laughs> a, he, but he's an actor out in his real life now. Yeah. Like everything. Not So now nobody knows what, is the real Shia LaBeouf. Because he could actually, he could be lying that it was faked and it was all real and he's just lying about, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a a whole... It's a whole fucking production from even Stevens over here. It's performance art is what it is. Yeah, so I guess he was supposed to be in the movie, but something happened with Florence Pugh and I guess something about allegations against assault or something and they kicked him off, but he said he left. I don't know what's going on with yeah, Shia. I, th- I thought I read that Florence Pugh didn't like feel safe yeah, around him Yeah, he didn't feel safe around him, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of fucking shit going on with Don't Worry Darling. I'm going to go see it because like I'm curious, but there's a whole bunch of drama going on behind it. I, I, I thrive on drama i think it's hilarious but yeah look at the ratings on this it's a 2.7 but look how wild those ratings are on letterbox yeah it's like you got a bunch of half stars a bunch of five stars a weird amount in the middle so but i have like, no idea but like no 4.5 no yeah like very few 2.5 yeah. it's it's very strange. weird so that's coming out on the 23rd and then 
Buckle up, everybody, because we've got The Munsters going straight to Netflix on the 27th, um, which is, I guess, Rob Zombie had always planned it, too. I'm so hyped. I am so hyped. I just I, I, I just want it to be. I don't need it to be a masterpiece, but I just don't want it to suck. I just want it to be a good movie. Like a three star, that was cool. Yeah, watch you next year. Get, get, give me my thing. Yeah. and let me move on. Yeah, I'm just that's, I'm, and I'm that's, very worried. That's what I'm hoping with the new Adams family too. Like I'm, oh hi- yeah, I'm hype on the cast. Yeah. I'm hype on like the direction, but everyone was just, fucking bashing. What's his face? Yeah, but he looks exactly like the original. That's what I, yeah, he looks exactly like the original, like Tim Burton's original or not Tim Burton. Sorry. Tim Burton cast. Uh, what's his name? Fucking the guy from, he's from everything. Yeah. (laughs) He's literally from everything. The guy Um, from everything. Oh my God. I know him the most from waiting. He's the, uh, Spanish guy. who's always trying to have sex with his girlfriend waiting. Dot, dot, dot. What the fuck is your name? Brother, man. Louis Louis Guzman. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I guess Tim Burton picked him because yeah, he looked exactly like the original sketches, which he does. I've seen side by side pictures, so I just don't know why people are so quick to bash. Like, dude, yeah, he might not be what, you, but people are also comparing him to go, like the Gomez from the movies. Yeah, and it's like people are gonna look different. I mean, like, what do you want? <laughs> like, yeah, well, come on. And, and because he the the guy from the original one was like the epitome of the Adams family for so long. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's what it is. But I'm like, Guzman is hilarious, number one. I, I love him in everything. He's, he's like he does. He's he's hilarious and he's a great actor. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I just give me more Adams family. Yeah, because he's got that kind of like I can only watch the original so many times. Yeah, give me some new material. And also uh Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams. That is perfect fucking casting. Are you kidding me? So I'm excited for that. I don't know what all the hate is about. Watch something and then make up your mind. Don't just shit on something. Because, yeah, I don't know what people don't like about Louis Guzman, but he's hilarious. He's got that kind of fiery side. So I think he would be perfect for a kind of snarky character. Oh, so yeah. I think he's going to do great. I can't remember who Morticia was. Is it um Eva? Not Eva Longoria. That's not it. It's the chick from Mask of Zorro, Catherine Zeta-Jones. There you go. I don't, I'm not sure about her. Uh, I'm kind of iffy on her, but I mean, again, uh, I, I mean, if we're if we're going just based off original concept art, pretty similar. Yeah. Um, I don't have any problem with Catherine Zeta Jones like as an actor. Oh I, no 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 I, yeah. yeah yeah I, I don't I don't I don't like not like her. I'm just I, at this role. I'm like I don't know, but again, I'll have to see. Um, what's it? It's am I spelling this wrong? The Adams Family. Where's the fucking TV show? It's A D D. Yeah. Huh, I can't find the TV. I'm trying to look it up on uh, IMDb and I, I don't I don't see anything. Or is it or is it Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. There we go. Oh wait. Yeah, there we go. So oh Christina Ritchie's gonna be in it too? Oh shit. Yeah, so you've got So you're talking about the original show from No 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 sixty four to sixty six? No, the new show is called it's called Wednesday. You're talking about that, right? No. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. it's the new show. It's Wednesday. So it's going. That's another thing that's going straight to Netflix. Um, oh, is it already out? Oh, no, no, it's not already out. Okay, so there's no release date for this, but that I assume it's coming this year. I do believe. Uh, going straight to Netflix with eight episodes, directed by Tim Burton. I mean, it's got all the ingredients for a pretty awesome show, and I will be checking that out, and we will report back. I don't notice anybody else in the cast. Oh, except Ricky Lindholm. She's fucking hilarious. 
Oh, she's a she's a comedian. That's awesome. All right, cool. Um, let's see what else we got for movies. There's a couple more here. We have Hocus Pocus two on nine thirty going straight to Disney Plus. I will say it. I'm I'm not I'm not a huge fan of. The, yeah. So I just I, I mean I. It's, it's one not of like the, it's a bad movie. I just it's one of those things that like all right fucking twelve years ago. Sure. Yeah. I don't care. It's also it's like the, it's like the Nightmare Before Christmas. I can't get involved to the fandom because the fan like the fans they are, ruin it. The, well, the fans are super into it, and I'll never be at that level, so I don't bother. Yeah, I'll, I've watched both of them. They're cool, just not my cup of tea. Um, so, but I mean, if that's your thing, and if we're gonna get Disney movie remakes or reboots give me my fucking halloween town remake oh man when in cast you know like the chick who was in the originals because her and the guy from the movie they're married now did you know that i did not they're married in real life yeah yeah no, <laughs> bring it. them back yeah br- bring them back as the mom in the fucking yeah. yeah yeah add one extra character give me a fucking remake do yeah. that shit that would be amazing or even a continuation i don't care um so yeah hocus pocus 2 Will I watch it? Probably, because um, it's gonna. Because go- Gabby's gonna make you watch it. Yeah, because it's going straight. <laughs> it's going straight to Disney. I won't have to go to the theaters, and you know, whatever. I'll, pr- I'll probably check it out. Um, but on the other hand, we've got a movie that I'm super excited for coming out the same day, which is called My Best Friend's Exorcism, and that looks sounds amazing. Um, it's set in 1988 uh, around high school sophomores. Uh, after an evening of skinny dipping goes disastrously wrong, Gretchen begins to act different. She's moody, she's irritable, and bizarre incidents keep happening whenever she's nearby. Abby investigates. Uh, investigations lead her to some startling discoveries, and by the time their story reaches its terrifying conclusion, the fate of Abby and, Get- and Gretchen will be determined by a single question. Is their friendship powerful enough to beat the devil? So you, you said the trailer of this in the group chat, didn't you? I don't think so. No, I feel like I saw this trailer because that I was I was also hyped for that. Uh, maybe Kyle did. Maybe. It's possible he did. But yeah, this looks fun. Uh oh, it's going straight. It's going straight to Prime. Holy shit! Fuck yeah, dude! Prime is getting some shit this year. All right, because they've got a uh, Good Night, Mommy, and now um, and Netflix is trying. They're trying. I mean, they're getting the monsters. They're they're, dude, they're trying. They're trying to scrape up that. 75% off the floor. Right? <laughs> I need this. We're going to go defunct. Should have bought out or fucking. If only Blockbuster would have uh, taken the buyout, they'd be uh, super rich right now. Um, what was the last one? Oh, last but not least, coming out also on the 30th is a movie called Smile. And um, it I don't really know what it's about besides so people it, smiling and killing so, people. So, all right. It is, from what I gathered from that trailer, it is something along the lines of, like, the Bye Bye Man, where it's a thing that once it gets in your brain, it can transfer to other people. And if you see the smile, that's how it gets you. Yeah, I get, I get it, kind of It Follow vibes yeah, a little it's, bit, too. It's, it's going to be heavy teen scream. That's what I'm thinking, I'm, yeah. I'm, shoot, I'm guessing it's going to be a PG-13 rating. Uh, no, it's R. Is it? It's R. Surprising. Yeah. Um, then that just means it's going to be gory. As yeah. Fuck, oh it? yeah. It's definitely going to be gory, uh, frightening and intense. Oh, well, you know what? Let's see if I and can what find was, the rating. What was the fucking movie about the, the girl with the Chinese wishing box that would fucking open up and kill people? What is, is that for this year? No, oh. it, it was like 
Chinese few years ago. Wishing box. I have no idea. Hold on, guys. Fill dead air while I look this up. I'm trying to think. Is it like a Dybbuk box? No, it is not. I was thinking The Possession because that's a movie that's really good. I'm really trying to think. Is it found footage? Uh, it is not. What the fuck? Um, it Wish box. Upon. Oh, okay. I don't think I've seen that one. It, it reminds me a little bit of Wish Upon and Polaroid and It Follows and... It's All got a, of yeah, those movies. It's got a lot of similar vibes. Wish upon a teenage girl discovers a box that carries magical powers and a deadly price for using them. Ooh. Yeah, you okay. you you make a wish in the vicinity of the box and then it opens and like somebody Ooh. random around you dies in horrible consequences. Oh, so it's is that like Death Note? Don't they Oh no, that's like writing names in a thing. Uh yeah. Wish Upon. Let's see what it's got on Letterboxd. Ooh, 1.8. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that shit. I saw that shit in theaters too. Oh man. Okay. And, yeah, it's and it's what makes it bad, unfortunately, is the acting. Mm. Like Yeah, that's a make or break for a movie sometimes. Well, well, and the worst part is you can see that they're trying. Oh, so it's <laughs> like that. It's like, yeah. oh, bless your soul. Yeah. All right, so maybe maybe watch that one day if you're super baked or whatever. 90 minutes, so it's not that if it was like a 2-hour movie and fuck that, not a 1.8. No, 90 it, it, and it's a quick 90 minutes too. Like it's not Yeah. It's not a boring movie. It's, it's just, just a n- bad movie. It's just not great. Oh shit. Uh so yeah, that's uh Wish Upon, but also Smile go see that uh on the 30th and then uh once October rolls around, we'll go over all the releases we've got going on there cuz there's dude, the fucking last couple months of this year fucking lit with movies. Holy shit, we've got so much stuff coming out. Um that Wendell and Wild is finally coming out next year. We've been talking about that on the upcoming movies of the year for the past 2 years <laughs> and it's finally coming out, so that's nice. Um, oh, I didn't even introduce the show. Hello, tw- uh, 38 minutes in. Welcome to episode one- 156 of Frightmares. I'm your host, Austin Proctor. That is your co-host, Corey Johnson. Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, we are talking about rubber today, and that's a perfect segue, because uh, we should probably get on into this <laughs> movie here. Otherwise, we're going to be an hour deep and go, <laughs> oh yeah, movie. <laughs> Done. Um, so yeah, rubber. Let's let's get into this shit right here. Uh, it was from 2010, released on February 25th of 2011, went straight to VOD in the U.S. It is rated R for mild sex and nudity, severe violence and gore. Moderate profanity, six or more fucks, no alcohol, drugs, or smoking, and mild, frightening, and intense scenes. Coming in at a whopping... There, there is smoking, however. Is there? Yes. Oh. There are three characters that openly smoke cigarettes. Oh, well, okay. That's weird. I don't know why it says no alcohol or drugs or smoking. <laughs> uh, runtime of a brisk hour and 22, so we're looking at like an hour and 17 with credits. Listed as a comedy fantasy horror uh, directed by Quentin Depew, I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking Dupois. Or Dupois, that's probably it. Du, um, Dupois. Dupois, who has 15 director credits. Quentin Dupois. That's probably the, per, the <laughs> he's obviously French. Uh, 15 director credits, also did Deer Skin, Wrong Cops, and Reality. Never heard of those. Also written by the same man, Quint, uh, Quinton Dupuis. <laughs> I can't do it. Quinton Dupuis. <laughs> Jesus. Dupuis. Dupuis. Who has 14, <laughs> 14 writing credits, also did the same three movies I just mentioned, Deer Skin, Wrong Cops, and Reality. Um, we've got... Gaspard Aug 
or Aug composer. He has seven composer credits. Also did the uh, the tracks for Hitman and War Dogs, so that's weird. And also by Quentin again, seven composer credits. Also did Ron Cops and Reality Cinematography. Fucking oh my god! Guess who? <laughs> Quentin <laughs> Ten cinematographer credits. Also did Deer Skin, Ron Cops, and Reality. Are you sensing a pattern here, folks? It is not starring him though, so he is left out of the cast. He was way too busy doing everything else. It does star Steven Spinella as Lieutenant Chad. Uh, 60- I, I have I have something to say about that guy later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 62 acting credits was also in Ravenous, which we reviewed on this podcast as Knox. Virtuosity as Lyndon Mayer and Milk as Rick Stokes. And we've got Jack Plotnick as Accountant. He has 134 acting credits and was also in Mystery Men as Mr. Puffs, which Mystery Men is getting a 4K this year. No one needed it, but we all want it. Uh, then we've got, he was also in Girls Will Be Girls as Evie and six episodes of Z Nation as Roman Estes. We've got Wings Hauser uh, as Man in Wheelchair. That is literally his name on IMDb. 114 acting credits. Also in The Insider as the Tobacco Lawyer. Vice Squad as Ramrod. And Tough Guys Don't Dance as Captain Alvin Luther Regency. Fuck that name. Last but not least, we've got Roxanne Mesquita as Sheila, who has 42 acting credits. Was also in Fat Girl as Elena. Pingat Kaboom as Lorelai. And Gossip Girl as Beatrice Grimaldi. Estimated budget of $500,000, worldwide box office gross of $101,000 because this went to VOD in most places. This was filmed at the Four Aces Movie Ranch in Palmdale, California, as well as Lancaster and Hollywood, California. You can watch this on two channels on Amazon Prime for free if you are subscribed to them. I don't remember them because I didn't write them down, but I did a free seven-day trial and I'm going to cancel it tonight that's <laughs> so a, that's how i watched it for free i i paid 3.99 for it because i forget about free trials and then charge my mother's account fucking 36 bucks a month or what and then i have Hi. to and then i have to pay that shit back and i'm like god damn it so now i'm just like 3.99 yeah <laughs> yeah so i i noticed that at the last second uh but you can also rent it for 3.99 buy it for 12.99 or you can buy the Blu-ray Blue like I did right after I watched the movie for $12.99. Movies that came out around the same time, we've got The Mechanic, The Right, Hall Past, The Adjustment Bureau, which is fantastic, uh, Rango, Battle Los Angeles, Limitless, The Lincoln Lawyer, Paul, and Sucker Punch, which I have not seen, but I've heard it is not that good. Yeah, no. Great, like, CG and shit, but apparently it's Now, just- I have not seen The Mechanic. But I have seen The Machinist. That's what I was thinking. I don't think I've seen... I know I've seen The Machinist. I watched it recently. It's got it's Christian a, Bale in it. It's a great it. movie. He's way skinny and doesn't sleep ever. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, the Is that... I feel like Jason Statham's in The Mechanic. Why do I feel <laughs> like... No, that's The Machinist. Mechanic. Nick. That movie doesn't exist. I think I'm spelling it wrong. Mechanic. I can't spell. It definitely has what's his face in it. I can't spell mechanic. I feel stupid. Mechanic. There we go. Yes, Jason says. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I was doing and um, I was doing machinist, so it was M A, but mechanic oh. is me- mechanic is fucking M E. Yes, it's Jason Statham. Um, 2011 too. Jesus, ten years or eleven years ago. Yeah, I have not seen that one. 
Um, okay, moving down. Did you have any... I didn't really have a specific horror moment, but I absolutely had a favorite kill. So I totally had a specific horror moment. Let's go. And it is the the tire coming out of the sand. <laughs> just the... Just the... Sh- yeah. Sh- rumble, rumble. <laughs> sh- sh- rumble, rumble. For like... Four minutes way too long. And that's, so that is one of my, and you know this, everybody knows this. One of my favorite things is to make a scene just go way too long for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. (laughs) For no reason. Which, which is hilarious because of the, the opening monologue. Oh yeah. We'll get there. We will get there. Okay, so I didn't like I said I didn't have a specific horror moment. I had a favorite kill though, and it was uh, just it was the first kill, the truck driver when its head explodes because I was like, oh shit, okay, I I didn't think their heads were gonna explode scanner style. I thought they were, <laughs> I thought they were just gonna like f- I don't know fall over or something. It's been so long since I've seen this. Yeah, I couldn't I, remember a goddamn thing. Which is so this makes me sound like a psychopath, but that's why the the rabbit exploding was so hilarious. That's why that was my favorite kill. Because I've never seen this movie before So I didn't know So it was like oh I'm gonna roll over this bottle I'm gonna roll over this glass bottle I'm gonna roll I'm gonna blow up this can And I was like wait okay hold on You're blowing up a can now what do you? What are you? What gonna, are we progressing you know, towards? What? What was going to happen? And then all of a sudden, you hear this fucking cacophony of cicadas, <laughs> and then the rabbit explodes. And I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> okay, little John. Oh, I've died. Okay, hold on. Let me <coughs> let me compose myself. Holy shit. Yes. The, uh, what'd you say? The cacophonate of cicadas? The cacophony of cicadas. Cacophony of cicadas. This is brilliant. Uh, yeah, I found that funny too. Well, no, that's the sound effect they were using. No, I know. Cicadas. Yeah, I know. Which is hilarious because it's the same thing in the Babadook. They use cicadas and I'm like, what is this Babadook? Oh, I thought they used a fucking pterodactyl noise. A pterodactyl noise? Yeah, and in, in the Babadook, the when it's it, coming out of the basement. It's like a pterodactyl. I thought every time it showed itself, it was doing, I'll have to watch it again. I could have sworn it did cicada noises because I was like, did they rip that off from rubber? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it makes me laugh every time he kills something. Uh, did you have a favorite character at all? Um, No. <laughs> Mine was Chad just because of the, really because the opening monologue and, oh, the, yeah. and the whole convincing everybody it was everything's fake. No, you know oh what? Oh my god, I you was know losing what? I, my mind. I retract my statement. The 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 fucking kid is my favorite. The kid? <laughs> Be, because you just watched a tire murder somebody. You're going to try and talk to it and then when it rolls away from you, you're going to throw your fucking soda can at it? <laughs> like you just watched it murder somebody, kid. Like have some better common sense. I was going to say, I have some urgency for saving people's lives. Uh, I didn't really have a least favorite character. I don't know if you did. I didn't really like... Uh, the, f- the fucking two chicks on the rock. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they were kind of annoying. Yeah, they, okay. and they're just one character. Yeah, yeah, one character split into two for some reason. Yeah, they were obnoxious. Uh, favorite line is the opening monologue, which I'll, re- I'll read some of. It was I was rolling on my fucking couch. It was hilarious, but it also made me so angry. Oh, really? Because 
every one of the things that he says has a fucking reason. Why did the pianist have to hide in the pianist? Because he was a Jew in Nazi Germany. Why did this guy have to do this? Because he was a fucking criminal mastermind committing crimes and this is how he got away. Like, all of it had reason. Except for E.T. being brown. I mean, there's no reason for that. Except there totally is if you want to oh. get if you want to get into conspiracy world. Oh God, no, I don't. We don't have time. <laughs> Not today. I would love to hear that at some point though. Um, so uh, let's see. No favorite. No least favorite characters. All right. So the IMDb summary: We've got a homicidal car tire discovering it has destructive psionic power sets its sight on a desert town. Uh, once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. And y'all, when I tell you this movie is dumber than fucking shit, I mean that in a good way. At least, I don't know. I enjoyed it because it was so fucking stupid. I, I Probably because I had a rough day today. And <laughs> when I turned this on and I was laughing within the first three minutes and just like, like, re- like just so, so loud. Like, yeah, we had to come out there and make sure I was okay. I was laughing that loud because it literally just starts out in a desert. And, and it cuts to a man with way too many binoculars for no reason standing in the middle of this desert. And it cuts to a shot with like all these chairs set down this road. And this car turns down the street and fucking just hits everyone. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. Ever swerving. And the, you know, the chairs are obviously barely set up because the second it taps the chair, it just, it just crumbles. Except for one. Except for one. One chair stays together. So this car comes out, just knocks down all these chairs. The trunk opens, a cop gets out of the back of the trunk, and his name is Lieutenant Shad. He goes up to the window, knocks on the window, gets a cup of water from the other guy in the car, goes up to the camera, breaks the fourth wall, and says the following. I will read the first three like sentences. He says, in the Steven Spielberg movie, E.T., why is the alien brown? No reason. In Love Story, why do the two main characters fall madly in love with each other? No reason. And Oliver Stone's JFK, why is the president suddenly assassinated by a stranger? No reason. In the Tobey uh, Excellent Chain or in the in the Excellent Chainsaw Massacre by Tobey Hooper, why don't we ever see the characters go to the bathroom or wash their hands like people in real life? Absolutely no reason. And then the thing that probably made you want to shoot yourself is in the Pianist by Polanski. How come this guy has to hide and live like a bum when he plays a piano so well? Once again, the answer is no reason. Why? Because life is full of no reasons. <laughs> what? What is this? So and he- what is happening? So and here <laughs> is where my biggest gripe of the entire movie comes in. Okay. Every single person in the cast is a dollar store version of somebody famous. Okay. So the guy that plays Lieutenant Chad, yeah. he is the most dollar store Christoph Waltz I have ever seen. <laughs> I thought I was watching somebody try and do an impression of the guy from Django oh, for the entire movie. Yeah. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Okay. Like, come on. Uh, the chick looks like a bargain bin Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Um, the, the fucking one motel owner, he looks like a goddamn knockoff, uh, red foreman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These are all knockoff people. (laughs) It's just their stand-ins for the, for the movies and TV shows. Um, so yeah, uh, you, you realize 
after his whole monologue that he, oh, oh, after the monologue, he pours out the water for no reason. Uh, it gets back in the car and leaves and then it like scoots back and you can see a whole group of people standing there as the cops leave. And then the man with the binoculars comes and hands out all of these binoculars to the people and then just gets on his bike and rides away. And someone's like, uh, is this going to be in color or black and white? And I guess they are. So th- he tells them that ladies and gentlemen, like this, today's film is something. So when they hand them all the binoculars and they use them, they're watching the movie. Yeah. That's what's going on. I didn't understand that, but I, you know, again, for, so, for no reason. So they're watching the movie in real, in real yeah, time. Yeah. So, yeah. but it, they're, so they're watching a movie, but it's actually happening, but they think it's a movie, but they're literally just standing. Yeah. There. They're standing there on this desert hillside with binoculars, all watching the events unfold in town. It's the most ludicrous thing it's, I've it's, ever seen. It's almost like they said, Hey, come out to the desert and watch this play that we are going to say is a movie for yeah. universe building or what the fuck Forever. ever. Uh, and then it's just, it goes dead quiet while we listen to the, like, or just watch these people looking off into the distance. And there's someone makes a joke about, uh, Oh, I hope it's not a silent film. And one of the guys is like, no, shh, you can hear the wind rustling. And then they all stop talking. And then you hear the wind rustling. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God, it's so stupid. So fucking dumb. Um, and then that's when we finally get the tire. It, it, you, it pans down to this tire in the sand and you get your little moment of him shimmying back and forth for an ungodly amount of time. And um, then, and then probably a what four or five minute montage of it learning how to walk. Yeah, it's it, it stands <laughs> and, re- and regaining its power senses. It, it fucking stands itself up. It tries to go and then just falls over and does that six, seven, eight more times until finally it gets its legs, so to speak, and is able to truck on down the road. It's just the most ridiculous shit. And and, wh- <laughs> and, so and what's even. And what's even more bizarre is the fucking music cues that happen. You're get, so random. You're getting like in the process of this getting up, you're getting like this boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, it's all like lighthearted. Boom, 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 boom. It's like this jovial fucking like yeah. fairy meadow music. It makes no sense. And I'm like, wait, isn't this tire supposed to start killing people soon? What is going on? It's killing it to a killer soundtrack. Uh, it encounters a water bottle, runs it over very, very ridiculously. I don't even know how to describe how stupid it was. Then it comes across a beer bottle, struggles to get over it, gets mad at it, I guess, because it starts to like shake vigorously. And then the fucking bottle cracks and you're like, oh, okay, you've got telekinetic powers. All right. Um, And then uh, later on, (coughs) it goes back to the people watching. They comment on the telekinetic powers. And then one guy's using a camera and some guy's like, that's piracy. You can't do that. Like stupid jokes. The cops are going to come for you. Just dumb fucking jokes. it, It had me rolling on the floor laughing. Um, and then it comes across a tin can, does the same thing, starts shaking. And then it's a little more chaotic with this break because it like kind of shoots into the air and breaks into pieces. So you're like, yeah. oh, you're gaining strength. Got it. Totally got See, it. See, and I thought like it was going to be like the tire gets power every time it kills. And yeah. that's the motiva- motivation for killing people. So it can like gain <laughs> more and more power. <laughs> like for, first you got to roll over and crush somebody. Yeah. Then... First, first you do the physical death, then you get the power <laughs> death. 
it's so ridiculous. Uh, it's so stupid. And then eventually the tire just falls over and it fades to black and uh, it's sleeping, I guess, because the next day we get a close up of the tire. And so I don't know how they're making it do this, but they're mimicking it breathing because it's like raising and lowering. And I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking thing yeah. I've seen. I love it so much. Um, and then we cut back to uh, the man with the binoculars, who is now back at the group. And the group is all sleeping in sleeping bags on the ground. The guy comes back and wakes everybody up, but not before robbing two of them, yeah. <laughs> taking their money, wakes everybody up and is like, hey, like the, the, the movie's back on. Like it's the weirdest, it is the weirdest, most bizarre movie you'll ever see. It is so weird. So he leaves and they resume watching. And then we cut to the tire drinking from a puddle. Like, okay, now it's eating. Weird. Um, and then a rabbit interrupts him. And then he does the shaky thing again because he's mad at the rabbit. And the fucking rabbit just blows. It's like they put an M80 in a fucking fake rabbit with blood and just let it, like, lit it on fire. It was so ridiculous. Um, it finally carries on and hits the road. And then there's this little car that passes. So the tire starts shaking again. I'm like, all right, this is going to get real repetitive real quick. At this point, I was kind of getting tired of it, but it eventually it does like uh, change pace a little bit, but, but not much, <laughs> not much. You're not wrong. Um, the car breaks down. The tire tries to approach it. There's a car coming behind it that obliterates the tire and like yeets it into the fucking shoulder. So the car that was broken down is able to pick itself back up and keep going down the road. Um, and this is where the tire catches up with the guy at the gas station who ran him over and uh, shakes again and scanner style head explodes. Pops his head off. Pops his head clean off. I was like, damn, okay. I will say that never gets old. That never got old. You're right. Because like it. Everything surrounding it got old. Yeah. But that never got that old. That did not get old because not only was it practical, it actually looks pretty damn good. Like it, it I expected it to be very cheap and schlocky, but it looked pretty legitimate. I was not, I was not unhappy. Um, so the cops, uh, I guess someone called the cops because they fly past the tire. The tire is on its own, doing its own thing, though, makes its way to this like sleazy motel. And for some reason, the girl that was driving the car uh, leaves the door cracked for some reason. So the tire like wedges its way in only to see her like get naked and get in the shower. And then all the people watching are making all these ridiculous comments about her, which I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? Um so then, at this point, uh, she gets out of the shower, sees the doors open, closes the door, and then I don't even know how the tire gets into the next room, but the tire is in the next room. It's, it's the watching TV. It's the dude's. It's the dude with glasses. It's his room. No, I don't think it's his room. Is it? It, it is his room because oh. he leaves, and the tire goes into that room. Okay. Because when the when the cleaning lady sees the guy walk out, she goes, "Can I clean your room?" And he goes, "Yeah." And then when she's going through the bed, she sees all the tire marks and that's how she finds oh, yeah, the tire right. in the shower and goes fucking weirdos. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so the tires in the next room, like watching TV or whatever. And then we see and the intentionally playing the TV super loud. So the girl can't sleep. Yeah, exactly. So then we see the man with the binoculars. He's in the hotel room, gets, gets a call who, who he talks to this person as master. Don't know what that relationship is about. And he's like, yes, I, I, I will do it first thing in the morning. Um, and also he's a fucking Turkey in his room for again, no reason. I have no idea what's happening. No. But, well, that Turkey. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at first I was like, why is there a Turkey here? And then he opens up this little thing after he gets off the phone. He's got knives and like what looks like drugs in there. And then it cuts to black and we hear the Turkey gobble. 
Um, and then that's when he brings the turkey the next day to the people because I guess that's their fucking food. They're not going home. They're just staying there and they didn't bring anything to eat. So they're all like eating it like barbarians just trying to grab this turkey and rip it apart, which I, I thought it was ridiculous. Except for man in wheelchair. Except for, yes, except for man in wheelchair. Thank you for that. Almost forgot about that. Um, and then that's when the maid is cleaning the room. She sees all the tire marks everywhere and then goes to the shower. The tire is taking a shower. So she turns it off and just throws the tire out of the room um, all wet. And then it gets all dirty. And then it comes right back into the room and somehow manages to close the door. I find it hilarious. And that's when that kid yeah. sees the tire roll in there and that's finds it a little suspicious. But yeah, I, I think that was suspicious. And this is where it gets interesting because everyone back that is watching is now sick from eating the turkey, they assume it's poisoning at this point, which we will come right back around to. Well, no. So everybody's having their stomachs start hurting. They're going and they're all like, what's going on? What's going on? And the man in the wheelchair is like, y'all have been poisoned. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Shouldn't have eaten the turkey. Okay. <laughs> man in wheelchair knows all. Uh, and then uh, the, the kid that saw the tire earlier happens to stumble across the dead maid, calls the cops Tells the cop that it's the tire. Of course, no one believes him because why would you believe a fucking tire is killing people? Um, oops, lost my place. Whoa, really lost my place. There we go. Um, so then the cop's talking to the owner at this point. Same guy. For, it's the, the lieutenant chat. Same guy from the beginning. And he's like uh, standing there talking, asking him all the standard bullshit questions. And then his alarm goes off on his uh, watch. And he goes, ah, oh, very good. It's been six hours. The poison has had time to take effect. We can all stop now. And the the the, shot, or the hotel owner's like, the, the poison? He's like, yeah, we poison the spectators. We don't need you anymore. You can go home. We're good. And then the cop leaves. And uh, then it cuts back to all the spectators who are dead. And that's where I'm going to end it because it gets really fucking weird from then on out. Yeah. <laughs> it, gets, it gets so fucking weird. I need your thoughts, your feelings. Lay it on me. So. <sighs> oh, no. He, don't he, don't fuck are you do you not did you not like it so here's the thing it's <laughs> it's funny okay it's funny and it's a good time however <laughs> they leave so much out in the open that just makes literally 0 to negative 4% sense and they drop a bunch of lines that never get resolved. And there's like four, four or five story points that just kind of meander into fucking nowhere. And it's, ve it's very dissatisfying. Oh, dissatisfying. Yes. Dissatisfying. But I mean, what did you expect? I mean, the guy said the with the whole monologue at the beginning where he's like, talking about everything happening for so, no reason <laughs> so i expected the ending that happened okay however i expected them to at least fucking explain two things two things just like give me give me an explanation of two things okay like why are the spectators i mean obviously no reason of course <laughs> like obviously but, no reason but like there you can't have your cake and eat it too of presenting us with complete abstract surrealism mm. while still attempting to run a parallel quote unquote realistic experience in front of this. So, okay. If, if they would have gone just 100% killer tire, like the bed that eats, 
Oh, man. I, I, I'm, I'm in it. Uh, you score higher. Okay. If you go complete absurdist nonsense and don't try and like leverage anything at all, you get points. Right. But when you mix the two together, it doesn't land properly. Like it'll land, but it's going to break its legs on the incline. Okay. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I don't know. I just, I also think it, like I said, my day probably played into it too. I like, I was having a bad day and I, I guess that's just exactly what I needed to like flip my mood around. Cause oh, I, yeah. I was just laughing hysterically. wasn't taking anything seriously. And, uh, obviously it's not something to go into with high expectations. This is something to turn your brain off. And just watch oh, no. it mindlessly. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I, I got high, uh, a, like, an hour or two before, and then I got high in the middle of the movie, and getting high did not help. Oh, wow. Um, not that it didn't help it be more enjoyable. It was plenty enjoyable, but there was just too much nonsense storytelling going on that it didn't allow for the story that was there to actually be as fun as it could have been see and this is exactly why i like our podcast because of the times that we do have different opinions i love the different opinions we have because you weren't satisfied with story points not being resolved and i was just like fuck it i had fun so i think that's cool that we yeah. can watch the same movie have fun with it in different ways and still find like we kind of enjoyed it for different reasons. Yeah, that's really and, it's and really there, interesting. And there were plenty of like laugh out loud. Oh my god, that was a great scene yeah. ty type of moments. But no matter how many of those you have, if you don't tie them together in any semblance that makes sense, it's just a fucking clip show. Yeah, no, I mean you're not and, wrong. And, yeah. it, and there were certain times. Like when the fucking tire was looking in the mirror and there was like a reflective <laughs> montage of like the whole movie. Of yeah. But, like, okay, I get it for no reason, <laughs> but you can't just run on no reason and expect it to work. Even though you set it up that way. Yeah. Like even the room has a reason. The room, the room. The movie, the oh, room. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Tommy even, Wiseau. Even the room has a reason. That's fair. Even though it's a bad reason, it's <laughs> still a reason. You're not wrong. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, but I will I will say, though, with all of this being said, uh, which is the first trivia that I'll just read real quick since I wanted to mention it. It's uh, made mostly with practical effects. Very little CG was used. I think that I, I gave it a little bit extra for that than I would have normally because that's something uh, I can appreciate, especially from the 2010 era, because that was that was a time where heavy, yeah, heavy, heavy CG, very 3D. That was that yeah. was the decade of Michael Bay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, everything was in 3D, so that was a very odd time. So for a movie to come out in 2010 that had all practical effects, yes, they weren't like crazy Evil Dead practical effects or whatever. But I mean, all the like head explosions were all practical. Everything it was just I was like, you know what? That's actually pretty impressive, uh, especially to do on a budget of like if it really was only five hundred thousand. Like that's pretty impressive. I do really want to know how did they get like what were they doing to move the wheel around? Was it just a guy in like a green suit? Do you yeah. think? Yeah, because I couldn't find any trivia on how they moved it around. It, it had to be. That's the only. Well, and that and just 
pushing the fucking tire or as they did a lot, they would make the tire roll in just such a way to where somebody could very easily just be like, Boop, 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 yeah. pushing it along, and you'll never see it in the camera because of the angles. Yeah, oh, yeah, because they did use some pretty convenient angles when they were close up on stuff. I did notice, though, the tire wasn't, like, a hollowed out. It had, like, I don't know how to describe this, but, it, like, all the wheel wells were full of something because I could, I could see inside the tire, and I was like, oh, it doesn't actually, the wheel wells don't go all the way out to the tire. So I don't know if something was in there to maybe keep it more balanced, probably to weigh it down. I, who knows? I would love to fucking talk to Quentin and be like, just tell me where's the behind the scenes on this, on how you move the tire. Cause it was so convincing. I figured if you're, if you're going to use CG, you use it for that, but no, it was all a practical tire. I would love to see like behind the scenes on how they filmed all of this. Cause it probably looks just as ridiculous as the movie did. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, this is something that you don't take seriously. They, they let you know exactly what you're getting in. And I like that they do that because if they didn't set that up and they just, if they just rolled with it, it people would probably be like, I would probably be like, this is really, I don't understand what the point of this yeah. is. But the whole monologue of no reason, I was like, okay, you're setting it out there to be like, don't expect greatness. This is just a stupid fucking movie about a killer tire. And I appreciate that. Um, so, oh, did you notice some? I forget to do this sometimes. Did you happen to notice a mid or post credit scene? Okay, no, no, because um, as soon as it, as soon as the credits rolled, I was like, nope, <laughs> damn, okay. I was like, I have other shit. I to have do. had an honestly, this is a movie I probably yeah could it could have been like an hour twelve. They could have probably trimmed off like ten minutes, and I pro- I probably would have liked it a little bit more. Yeah, there was a lot of rolling. A lot of rolling and a, yeah, a lot of exposition in the beginning of him, like or him or whatever, whatever the he, she, whatever the tire is. I could have sworn. Oh, yeah, it does have a name. It has a name. It's a homicidal car tire named Robert. Cool. <laughs> he has a name. Because he's a dick. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's Richard. I was going to say, wait, isn't that Richard? <laughs> um, all right. So we've got some taglines here. Oh, boy, are they punny. Are you tired of the expected and careful where you tread? Don't terrible. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> trivia about the CG. Yeah, one of the spectators is played by Daniel Quinn, who starred in Scanner Cop 1994 as a man who could make people's head explode with his mind, just as the tire does in the film. The director, writer, cinematographer, editor, composer Quentin is also known as Mr. Oizo. I guess that's a DJ name. Yeah. Um, And the only goof that I noticed is when Chad, the sheriff, is addressing the crowd at the start of the movie, you can see the reflection of the entire production crew and the glasses he wears because they're literally like... Yeah, um, they're massive. Um, Also, I think that... Super trooper glasses, sorry. I also think that is Mr. Weasel because he's French, so it's probably we. Oh, Weasel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Weasel. Weasel. I like that. So, yeah, he does it all, apparently. I mean, that's... Good for you. If you can direct, write, and do the cinematography, edit, and compose. I hope his DJ sets make more sense than fucking movies do. <laughs> he probably just plays uh, rubber behind him while he does his DJ sets. That would be fucking great for no reason. Literally for no reason. Uh, 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. 2.8 out of 5 on Letterboxd. I gave it a three and a half because it was just a great, stupid, silly old time to not take seriously. I gave it a two five. Ooh, shit! It's average. Yeah, no, I mean you're not you're not wrong. It is a two point five movie. I just gave it a three because because <laughs> it made you happy. Like, yeah, you know and what that's I mean. That's fine. 
That is fun. <laughs> That's what movies are for. Exactly. And I'm surprised it even has a 2.8 on, on, on Letterboxd. I saw that and I was like, wow, that is actually a substantially decent rating for such a stupid movie. So uh, props to you guys. You fucking did it. I would love to see something else that he's done. I'm going to try to check out some of these other ones. Well, that one's got a 3.3. Three. Okay. Oh, wow. Fucking 3.6. All right. What are these movies? These movies sound amazing. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll have to check out more of his stuff. He's obviously, I, I don't know, like, I assume he's French, so maybe these weren't, like, American releases. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a successful French techno musician. Okay. Mo Nosley, or Mo Nosley, wow. Okay, mostly known for his 1990 track, Flat Beat. Never heard of that, but I will uh, definitely check that out. Yeah, we'll have to look that up when we go off air. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's going to be French House. That's going to be like fucking uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or no, no, not, no. Pro- not Prodigy. Pen- uh, no, the ones with the with the giant fucking cross as their album Pen- Pendulum, cover. Pendulum, right? No, that's not Pendulum. Mm, I don't know. I can't I'll, remember. I'll, I'll remember. You'll remember. In a second. Oh, let's see here. I need to pull up the shit of what we're doing because I've already forgotten. Do you have the the list that I sent you? <laughs> uh, somewhere. Damn not, it. Not super accessible. I don't know what the fuck we're doing next week. You think I would fucking know, but I don't keep track of this shit. The, um, well, don't say the movie. No, no, no. Oh. What I, the, the artist that I was thinking of. Oh, the artist. Justice. Justice. You, you know, you know who they are. Do I? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I might. It's it's definitely. I'm. I don't know. I probably would know a song by them if I heard it. Uh, I'll play one for you after. Oh, is we... it a file? Oh, there it is. Oh, there we go. Hey, there we go. I found it. Oh yeah, I know what we're doing next week. Okay, so we were originally gonna do. Me and Gabby were originally gonna do the happening next week, but it's not a horror movie. No, and it's not good. I, well, no, I know because <laughs> me and Gabby do a good a good rated movie and a bad rated movie, so we flip flop. Ah. Yeah, you know, every time she's on, we do we flip flop. So we're doing a bad one. Um, but yeah, that's not a horror. I thought it was a horror movie. I mean, people are like putting themselves under lawnmowers and shit. So uh, I was like, I mean, it has it's it's like the knowing. Yeah, like, it has horrible scenes. Yeah, but I guess it's not. So we're doing another movie. Uh, with an equally big star. Uh, Michael Keaton is in this movie. Because, you know, Mark Wahlberg is in The Happening. So we have another terrible movie with, uh, I'd say, an equally, you know, star of Michael Keaton. So that's a clue for next week. It'll be me and Gabby coming back. I'll tell you what it is in just two seconds. Um, so follow us on Facebook at Frightmares and Instagram and Slasher app at Frightmares Podcast. Twitter at Frightmares underscore pod. Uh, StaySpooky.Luck.com is our email. I'm Dr. Proctor on Letterboxd. You are... Frightmares, Corey. Booyah. So until next week, guys, with our Michael Keaton horror movies, stay tuned and... Stay spooky, motherfucker.